Hi everyone, Eric is still traveling through Scotland playing through the Ultimate Golf Trip. You can check out all the updates on Eric's Instagram page, at Eric Anders Lang. He'll be recording a full update for the podcast this Thursday, and you can learn all about Eric's incredible golf trip in Scotland. If you haven't yet, subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star review, and you can also write in some notes in the podcast review section. Now let's enjoy Eric's interview with the team behind Golfholic's YouTube channel. How's that? Test one, two. Sounds pretty good. I feel like we're ready to record an episode of the Eric Lang Show. What do you think, guys? <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. So we got, uh, we got, how do you guys like, I mean, you guys have multiple names, right? You've got, what do you prefer to go by? Well, we call him Coach. I'm called the Big Cat, and okay. we're the Golfholics. Golfholics. <laughs> Is that like, um, so there's a lot, of, I guess I'm curious to know, of the, is my shit? Like loud enough? Yeah, it's pretty loud. Is it? Too, oh, is it too loud for you? I think it. those headphones are, are very loud. loud. Yeah, mine are pretty loud. You too. can take them out. Okay. Maybe mine aren't loud enough because I feel like I'm whispering. Okay. Um, anyway, you guys, um, you you have how much? I'm curious to know of your fans. How much do they know about you? You can leave them out if you want. No, I'm just testing it out. Yeah, bring see that thing. See how mine's like flat right here? No, no, this way. Like, like get it like that. Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh. All right, we're getting we're getting all microphoned out, everybody. Stand by. That's good. But I'm curious to know, like, uh, you know, when people meet you, are they like, oh, golfholics, or are they like, Marco, Mike, what's up? Um, I don't know. It's been I think it's been a mix for us. Usually they're like, oh, it's the golfholics guys, or you know, they'll they'll call him coach sometimes when they see him out there. Right. Um, But yeah, we've had a few encounters out there, and it's always awesome. I mean, people. I think the the channel's really resonated with a lot of. Different people and people that we didn't expect it to, right. um, older individuals, even like girls. We've had you know a lot of female audience members reach out and say, oh, they love watching Paris or Elisa. So it's kind of taken a life of its own. And uh, I think meeting the fans and connecting with that community has been really the most rewarding part of the whole thing. Can you see how, uh, you know, hang on one second. So I guess, <clears throat> how, could you have metrics on who sees the videos? Because on Instagram, you can see pretty clearly. Yeah, we do on YouTube. Um, we know that you know heavily U.S. based, ninety-eight percent men um, audience. Ninety-eight percent men. How funny is? That? I mean, it's good you're married, but like for me as a single guy, it's so funny that I interact with eighty-eight percent male. Yeah, that's rough. My, it's like there's no chick sliding into my DMs. <laughs> if you're out there and you're a female, I'll answer. I'll answer anybody though, yeah. just to be totally straightforward. You got to start doing some collabs, man. Get out there with those uh, you know female players. Yeah. I so mean. is that is that like? How, because I mean, you know, when you look at the audience, right, like you said that it's, it's not what you expected, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the part that's not what we expected is really the older individuals, right? Some of the older gentlemen, you know, players that have reached out, I didn't think they would even be on YouTube. Like I just, I don't know. I, it, it seemed like a platform for younger people, but, um, now we're kind of realizing that everyone's on there and people are writing us messages like. A guy and his daughters, they're watching the show, and the mom's like, oh, are you watching those Golfaholics guys again? <laughs> you know, Golfaholics was taken. It was trademarked, so we couldn't get the A in there. Who's and got just, Golfaholics? I don't Dicks. know. Some dude that didn't want to sell it. <laughs> Did you know from the beginning that it was going to be Golfaholics, more no. or less? So I, I own a company called Socialholic Network. I own a company called Leadaholic Network, or Leadholic. 
So golf holic just kind of uh, made sense to add it to is, the. Is lead like for architecture? What is that? No, it was originally like a lead generation platform for like car insurance and life insurance, educational insurance or educational leads, and. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, people looking to buy something. Yeah. Got exactly. It. Yeah. So just did a spin off that. And so we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but both you, Mike and Marco, you both have other jobs, which I was like, it it kind of. For me, I was like inspired to hear that because to me it meant like you guys do this because you love it. I mean, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we started this whole channel was just based on us playing golf together, trying to grow the game, trying to get the younger generation out there, trying to you know really make golf fun and not as stuffy as it, it has been in the past. It seems like so. Um, we just started doing it. We loved it, and uh, you know I own a limo company for the last thirteen years and. He owns a media company for, you know, about the last 10, so. Right. And so when you're looking at uh, places to go, you know, if you're, how much flexibility do you have in where you choose to shoot? Like, because, you know, you're, you need a place that will allow you to, I'm assuming Pebble Beach said, gave you the thumbs up, no? Mm. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? Fucking, I wanted to go to Pebble and film and they were like, nah. Really? Yeah. So we, in the beginning, we were, we had the mindset of like, let's just, ask for forgiveness instead of permission respect yeah and we just kind of went for it and we're like you know if they really hate the videos like we're going to try to make the videos the best quality they can be so it shows it in kind of a you know in the nicest way that it can right um but you know we bashed on pebble a little bit to be honest with you because the greens were in bad shape and you know and i think people respected that and then right and they liked that about us that we were, were they just aerated or i remember what was it they were like micro punched right micro like right right the yeah. day before two, no two and, hours or two before hours our tea time did you they, get a tiny discount or no no. no. Normally they give a discount, I thought. Uh, not not this time. Not and this we, time. we planned. I mean, I think, you know, we, we made all the calls beforehand to try to make sure that it was going to be in good condition. But, you know, that stuff happens. Dicks. And, uh, Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, so wait, do people do people comment like, hey, nice free round you got there? But no, you guys paid. Yeah, we paid. We paid the pool. Pop, pool pop, fair. And, yeah, I mean, we paid pretty much at every course that we played minus kind of the more recent ones. So, like, Maui they were really cool with us and right. they hooked it up and they were like, they saw what we were doing and uh, we're very supportive of it. And so wait, did you, you launched the drone at Pebble, right? Yeah. Gangster. Sure did. Gangster. <laughs> he just looked at me like, yeah, yeah. I launched the fucking drone. I mean, what are you guys flying these days? What do you have? Uh, it's the DJI Phantom. It's the, the Pro 4. 4 Pro. Yeah. 4 Pro. I own yeah. I'm on my third. It's a good one. Really? They go down, man. They go down. For some reason, when you're in another country, they just fucking fall. I, I thought I was going to lose it in Maui. It was uh, 35 mile an hour winds. The thing lit up like a Christmas tree telling me to land it. And I was just like, you know what? Anything for the shot. That's always been my yeah. my saying is anything for the shot. You know, I think the cameras are just tools. Yeah. And I'll sacrifice a camera if, if need be to, to get the right shot. You know, it's how the camera would want to go down. Yeah. Like, no it's, joke. Uh, now we rock. A, we have the Phantom 4 Pro. And then we also have a Mavic Air yeah. JIC. I like the Mavic Air because I can just stick it in my bag, yeah. and it's just like nobody knows. Stealth mode. Yeah, we did. We rocked it at Beth Page the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "Love it." I was like, "Tell me, has to be fucking pumped, dude." Don't you think? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's fun. I, I, I'm really enjoying the, like filming all these courses and really getting those aerial shots. Is like you, you and when you see it from the air, even for us, never playing a course, going out there and filming it from the air, I get to see it. You sometimes before the round. I get even more jacked up. Right. I'm just like, oh man, I can get out there. This hole looks crazy. Like, let's go, <laughs> let's go play this one. You know, because yeah, it does look totally different from the air. Yeah, like it's totally different. Who's your uh, favorite Instagram account or a couple? Um, gosh, golf, golf wise, 
golf-wise. Ricky Fowler. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I like, I like Ricky. I like that. I like following him and Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and all those guys. I thought you were going to say, like, Lynx gems. So I was expecting. Yeah. I mean, I got to go with, with, with Eric Lang. You know, I mean, his yeah. stuff is just no. so fresh. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard he's a big tool bag, though. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know, man. Uh, he makes killer coffee. Yeah. There's some good coffee being drank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, like, so you've done how many vlogs? We have over 200 videos now. Jesus. Some of those are live streams, so right. we do you know sit down and, and answer questions and try to engage with uh, with the peeps. And uh, about 30 of those videos of those, but yeah, most of them are us playing golf. That's do people just hit you up and they're like, you have the best job ever. You must get that a lot. <laughs> the best what? Best job ever. Oh yeah, a lot of people think it's a full time gig for us, but they don't. Right. They don't know the backstory of us. You are know. You, is it okay that they know? Because I just told yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think it's cool, man, because if anyone's listening to this, or because I get it a lot too, like, how do I get your job? And I'm like, dude, once you find out, let me know, because I don't know. You know, and I think, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you need to be willing to work so hard in order to actually get a job that you want. And I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, like, when I was 20, I had three jobs, and I didn't even know what I wanted to do, but I know that, like, I had to wait tables, which I didn't want to do. But I know that I did want to work for this other creative guy, and I made no money. But I don't know. I mean, I think I think there's a lot of inspiration that can be drawn from a story like that. Yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, I, and I've seen other people that have had similar stories, and that for me has always fueled me. And I think as long as you just keep following your gut, your passions, and you keep doing something with it, you're gonna find your way. And the more time and effort you put into it, the more you're gonna get out of it. I mean, right. that's that's what it boils down to. When I was younger, I had multiple jobs as well. I always loved cameras. I knew that was a passion. I got into golf later. When I met with this guy like 11 years ago, that's when the passion really blossomed. And obviously this channel is, is pretty new and fresh, but we both being small business owners, we know that you just got to grind it out. Grind. You just got to put in the work and the results will come later. And you know, here we are a year and a half later chatting with you and who knows where we'll be in another year and a half. But. What, how did you guys meet? I'm curious. Uh, I actually met Marco online. <laughs> yes, I was going to say Tinder. Come on. Come no, on. no, actually I did. Uh, he uh, used to do uh, SEO services back in the day. And when I had my limo company, I was looking to you know, find somebody to, to work with me on my website. So I did a bunch of research. I found a bunch of different uh, companies. And he was the best guy by far. And uh, I, we started working together. We found out that we both like golf. He wanted to go play golf with me, and we uh, have been friends ever since. And <laughs> that's uh, sick. Yeah, since the first day, it was just like a match made in heaven. And uh, you know, I coach high school golf. I've been coaching for about ten years, and he helped me out his first year uh, when he had a little extra time. And um, after that, you know, his company kind of just grew. And um, you know, him and I always play golf constantly. And um, you know, it's just been a great relationship over the last eleven years. He's like my brother, and. We've uh, we've traveled together all over the you know nation, and uh, it's been just an awesome experience being with him. So when you go, uh, so how how much? I mean, so wait, you 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 have a business, mm-hmm. then you have this business, mm-hmm. and then you also do high school golf coaching. Yeah. How much time yeah. does that take up? Um, I'm maxed out pretty much. Max, <laughs> um, yeah, with my business now, I you know, 13 years later, I can kind of step away, and I don't have to drive as much or work it as much, but right. um, managing it, running it, um, making sure it's you know going smoothly is is something that takes a lot of my time, and then. Obviously, Coach and I coach two seasons, the boys and the girls. I'm in the girls' season right now. So girls are in the fall, boys are in the spring, and then I do a summer camp with the kids. And, um, 
yeah, I just, I love being around golf. I had some really great coaches growing up and I think they influenced me to uh, get into coaching and I'm just glad to be a part of it. How, so but how many hours a week though, literally like is, is coaching alone? <clears throat> because that's, to me, that's really cool to hear that you're coaching. Cause that's like, that is the, uh, you know, the heart paycheck, right? You're not, there is zero yeah. to gain no, for you. No, you know, I think I've lost money over the, the years <laughs> of sure. coaching just I'm from, sure. you know, spending time with the kids, but traveling and, and, you know, just watching these kids grow up and now being friends with Paris while she's, you know, 23, 24, trying to go on the LPGA, going through Q school right now, you know, she's it's in the this last weekend, stage. isn't it? Yeah, she, uh, today was the last day. So she, I think she got a partial on the Symmetra tour. So, okay. Um, that's that's a medium case scenario. That, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's chin up. You did good. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, what is it? It's uh, thirty out of two fifty. I think so. Fuck. Um, and then Elisa uh, missed the cut by just a couple, so um, it was a kind of a bummer. But you know, now Sorry she can that. just work on you know having fun and enjoying golf again. And you know, and same with Paris. I think this will be a good learning experience for her to go through it this year, and then hopefully next year she can possibly get on the LPGA and play some some events. So gangster, yeah, I love so. watching the LPGA. So, but wait, do you did you come up with? Uh, were you going to try to go pro? Uh, I was. You know, when I graduated from college, I entered a couple of mini tour events, did fairly well. Um, but just knew that I grew up playing with guys like Charlie Hoffman that were really, really good, and he was beyond anything that I. How, I, how old are you? Uh, Thirty-eight. Okay. Oh, you look younger. Thanks. Hoffman's like around that age, so he's like Hoffman's forty-two, forty-three. So he was a little older yeah. than I was. Um, but, but you were still like but, in but, tournaments. But with watching him. him hit the golf ball versus everybody <laughs> else, he was by far the best golfer I've ever played with, even to this day. I so, love his swing. Um, I think he just rips it, and he's such a you know a, a great ball striker, and it's just. It's fun to watch him hit a golf ball. Yeah, because he barely even takes the fucking club back. I know. And, <laughs> and you're like, how are you drilling that? He generates so 70. much speed. Yeah. So, And his family grew up right where I'm from, so um, my, my mom's friends with his parents, and you right. know, it's, it's kind of a cool, Fourth small community. Not that close, but... <laughs> <laughs> he, invited, yeah. he invited me to 4th of July, and then uh, I didn't hear back from him. <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, it's July 2nd. <laughs> Get a text on July 5th. Uh, um so, so like, what's the hardest part of your jobs? Because, like, you know, you guys are out there. I know, you know, we have a lot of similarities. Like, in some ways, we have the same job. In some ways, we don't. Um, but what do you guys experience as the hardest part of the Golfholics business? I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a few. I mean, just getting out to the golf courses and getting their blessing to do it is a challenge. You know, yeah. some of them love what we're doing, and some of them just hate it. I mean, there's huh. courses that we who, film. Who would hate it? Like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to call any names no. right now. <laughs> we but should, but there, we won't. <laughs> there's one that we went and filmed in Palm Desert that was sick, and they were like, "You can't post this Shadow footage." Rich. Not gonna say. Don't say. But it, in general, it's 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 not gonna be the the Muni. It's not gonna be the cheap right. public course. It's the right. private ones, it's right? The private they're ones. they're like, we don't want that exposure. We don't want people looking at us. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out, and now check out this podcast. All right, I now know what course it is. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so psyched that I know. Oh, Wait, man. so they wouldn't let you post it? 
Yeah, they wouldn't let us post how, it. How can they, I think they tell were, you what they what you can and can't do? They were mad that we took up the drone without permission. That, oh. I, as soon as I took it up, I saw carts just swarming all over the place. I really? Was like, oh, well, man. he did buzz the tower. Well, you got to get that shit up. You got to get that to like two thousand feet. It was a seven. Yeah, I know. It was a seven minute clip that I got, but it was just it was gold. You know. Why don't you post it? Like, like what would be the repercussions? I'm curious. Cease and desist probably would be their first step. Depending, I can't believe they would actually do that. We've gotten them before. Really? Uh, yeah. With girls, with uh, we've had a female player out that was, you know, going to college, and um, they sent us uh, they sent us a cease and desist for really? that video. We didn't take it down, but hell yeah, you yeah, know, no. yeah, I just don't. Alcoholics, you guys we're, are driven we're, by an addiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we're tr- we're trying to do this in a respectful way, but at the same sure. time, you kind of have to push the boundaries when you're doing something new. Yeah, and that's what we're doing right now, and we're breaking down some barriers, but there's going to be more resistance, and you know, we'll just grind through it. Right, we're fighters. And so, what is like? Um, I mean, can you guys basically do your job anywhere? Could you basically do a successful video anywhere? Or what do you look for to make it count? You know? Well, in the beginning, we thought it was people wanted to see these exclusive courses, this and that. But as time has gone on, we've realized that people just want to see us out there having fun, the SoCal vibe, the you know, just like hitting some good shots here, but also being human and hitting some bad ones. You know, they want to see the just the, the, the truth of it, right? So we try to do the nice courses just because they're nice, they're easy to film, you know? They're nice but to play. They're nice to play, <laughs> totally. But we'll, we'll do anything now. We're, we're pretty uh, we're pretty easy going. How do you weigh the, uh, you know, because there's an equation, right? Like if, if someone was like, yo, come play Cyprus. Have you played Cyprus? No. no. So if someone's like, come play Cyprus, and they're like, uh, look, you can probably film, but just keep it on the down low. Like, do you film it? Yes. Yeah. And what does that do to your golf games? It's it's at least a four or five shot penalty playing with cameras. <laughs> I mean, guaranteed. Yes, they guaranteed. Yes, yeah. So yeah. so I shot an eighty at Augusta, is what you're saying? Right. <laughs> right. I exactly. get four shots. Probably seventy nine. Seventy nine. How cool was Augusta? Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. My takeaway from Augusta is funny because it's like I, I, the the real the it was amazing, right? It was amazing. It was like walking into heaven. It was like walking on water. It was like so many things. But also, it was just a golf course existing on planet Earth, made up of grass and dirt and some sand, um, you know. And and the funniest takeaway, though, really, is this feeling that like, don't fuck with me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a, like anybody out there could be like, I. And it's not like I have like an ego about it, but it's more like, um, it, it's it's kind of like uh, if you were in prison in, um, you know, uh, like Thailand. Like, and you were in the military and then you got out and some guy in the military was like, you're, you're a bitch. And you're like, no, I was in that prison in Thailand. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It's almost like street cred. Street cred. A little bit. Like, it's just a little bit of street cred for my, like, curly ass, you know? (laughs) It's like any, like, because everybody wants to play Augusta. And the, and the most ironic thing is the way it happened was so, um, you know, like, uh, it was fitting with the way I would like to have had it happen, which is totally random. Um, guided by some greater force that I am not aware of or in control of, you know? So how did it happen? I mean, I don't think we know this. It was, the, lo- it was the lottery. It was, there's a media... So I went with Golf Digest to... I apologize at home if you heard this, but we'll get in and out of it really quick. If you didn't know, I played Augusta. Just wanted to clarify. Um, no, it's a joke now. Like, you know, yeah. like, I walk in, I'm wearing my hat. Yeah. Whatever. Let them know. It's the first day I've ever <laughs> worn this hat. Though. I've never worn this hat. I don't believe that. It looks like it's been worn. It's brand new. I just started wearing <laughs> 
Um, no, the, if, with Golf Digest, they have like a you're, if you're if you're part of the media at the Masters, you're entitled to one ticket into the media lottery. So eight hundred people enter and thirty get to play. So it's like harder than Q wow. school now that we now that we look at this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I passed Q school. And then I got to play, and I played with you know, it's it's all on the podcast out of like in April, but you know, I mean, what's what's uh, we, it's no. not about me, it's about you guys. <laughs> what is like, I mean, do you hate the question bucket list golf course? What what is it that you really want to do, or that's like next for you guys? Uh, so we just planned a trip out to Arizona. We're gonna play some of the top uh, courses out there okay. in October. Uh, we do have abandoned dunes trip uh, planned over in July. We're you gonna talk to Chupka about that, or, uh, did you, or did you let him know? Uh, we talked to I think the marketing director over there, probably Mike Chupka. Yeah, he's a good guy, Michael. Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him we said what's up. Okay, <laughs> I send yeah. him some vice balls every now and again. Okay. <laughs> he's Bandon is such a great place. Right? Have you guys been yet? We no. have not. Oh, you're gonna fucking be like, it's golf semi the whole I can't time. wait for the punch bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, the punch bowl's fun. Our greatest video is gonna come out of that. Dude. Yeah, you gotta I can't do the wait. labyrinth. Mike Chupko will show you the labyrinth. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, mm. they have like a fucking walking labyrinth in the middle of the woods. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god! And then Dude. you know you'll obviously go play the par three course, yeah. the preserve. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you guys have the best time. We're gonna Can't play wait. them all. Actually, we're gonna play them all. All yeah. of them. How many days are you there? Uh, six days. Mm-hmm. So July like twenty first, I think we're gonna be out there. July mm-hmm. of next year. Jeez, we already have a plan. So far away. I know, I know it is. <laughs> we'll have some other trips planned, but right now we have Arizona dialed in. We might go out to Florida for the PGA Championship or. The PGA show. Right. And yeah, um, should, have you been to the PGA show yet? Not yet. No, Let's all go. Time. Yeah. Okay. Let's fucking yeah. crush it. Are you allowed to film there? You're allowed to film, right? Yeah, yeah. film wherever. Uh, <laughs> come on. Fuck Nobody it. says no to the big cat. I'm seeing you I mean, guys just no, but make yeah. your own rules. Yeah. Well. Um what uh what what else? What, should, what what so when you talk about changing shit in golf, right? You're talking about that a little bit. Um how do you like I kind of hate talking about this on some level, but like, what what do you see is the biggest problem in golf right now? I think some of the stereotypes with private country clubs, you know, yeah. that people have, especially the younger generation, if they haven't had any exposure to it, we've had people write in and they're like, man, it's refreshing to see like Santa Luz. I'm a member at Santa Luz, been there for five years, and I I love it. That was the first club that I've ever been a member at, and um, they were so cool with us filming out there and having people out and doing all these things like Mike's pretty much an honorary member out there. He yes. doesn't pay any dues, but he's out there practicing <laughs> with me every day, you know, so they're very laxed with a lot of things. And Cause um, they could easily be like, yo, you're at your max. Yeah. And then they'd be like, <laughs> get, coach get is out. out coach here. is out. Meanwhile, you're like giving people <laughs> lessons on the range. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stealing them. We, we haven't pushed no, it that no, far. We, no, we haven't done any of that, but I know. had a thing at Wilshire because like I would, you know, member there and like I would always bring my boy Stuart and I was like, and he would come a lot. And like I know the max is six times a year, but I would just mm-hmm. be like, "Come on, we're going. We're gonna play yeah. nine. We're gonna play six. We'll play eighteen. Go to the range. Fuck it. Sp- sauna, hot tub." And then I was like, "Still, if they ever say shit to you, I'm out." Like, and that was my inner rule. Like, don't fuck, don't fuck with it, man. I'm not married. Yeah. Just call him my wife. Whatever you want to do. Like, he's not. He's not in any way detracting from the place. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in fact, like. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm sort of starting to eat my words right now because I'm sure the head pros listen to this. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> they'll count how many times Stu was there. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, that 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 energy, like no no backwards hats at Wilshire. I, I don't know why I want to wear a hat backwards so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I well, mean... But, yeah. I, I, some of the rules just don't make sense, right? But 
I think a lot of a lot of the places that we've been to recently have been pretty cool with everything, with the cameras, mm-hmm. with the drones, especially when you ask for permission kind of in advance. You know, they've they've actually been pretty pretty accommodating. Even like Atlanta Athletic Club and some of these places oh, that wow. are that are like you know old school kind of places. Yeah, East Lake too. East Lake you know, too. Yeah, they would have let us film out there if we wanted to, but we didn't bring the cameras because no. we didn't we heard think it, that that we heard everything was super tight. Super out there. tight, and you can't mess around. So we didn't even show up with our cameras. We left oh. them at home. That's when you go to Best Buy and utilize the 14-day return policy, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, right. Or just use our cell phones. How great is Eastlake? It was uh, awesome. I it played was. it twice, dude. So Actually, Eastlake was where I saw my first PGA Tour event in person. And the first person I saw hit a ball was Hoffman. Wow. And I didn't really even know much about him. I'd only been playing golf for eight months or so. And I remember like, I was like, it sounded different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How great is Eastlake, though? And, and Eastlake, really great story, too. With the whole like gasoline on the greens in the projects, Tom Cousins is like, I'm going to invest a billion dollars in this neighborhood Crazy. Mm-hmm. and make it into like a growing community. He's, he determined something that said like, um, what, basically what he did with the housing was is it was all low income housing. And he said, how about that's actually worse than because it's sort of like, um, I don't know what it's called, but like. Um, what what it, what it should be instead is is mixed income housing. So one apartment or one house is like a, a, a like a nurse, and the next one is like welfare, and you go back and forth. And what that does is is it sort of like it's I I feel like a jerk saying this, but I think this is what he went to do, which is like you have these you know sort of people that are working hard and successful, and then other people that are having that need a break, kind yeah. of that are like having life circumstances get at them, bringing them together. Yeah, and they right. get together and they create a support network, whereas if everyone's just all like on the bottom, they're like, fuck this, I'm yeah. breaking into that car and then I'm going to fucking break into that golf course because fuck those rich people. And I mean, it seems like it was so successful that they did it again somewhere else uh, in like, I want to say Louisiana or something. Anyway, t- um, what Warren Buffett got involved. I know very little about a lot. So, that- <laughs> <laughs> well, but- I, I like the idea. I mean, I, I came from nothing. Mike didn't have much growing up, and we kind no of no golf in the around. family as kids. <clears throat> For me, no. I mean, I started golf when I was in high school. I'm originally from Belgrade, Serbia, so I was born no in Serbia. Shit. Came to the U.S. when I was seven. Uh, I grew up in a place called Desert Hot Springs, which uh, is not a very sexy town. I know where desert. it is. Desert Hot Springs. Yeah, that is. Um, wait, don't tell me. Desert Hot Springs. That is. It's 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 on the other side of Palm Springs. Yeah, exactly. And it's hot as fuck. Yeah, hot, windy. It's on the way to Joshua Tree. Yeah, exactly. Like the wrong side of the tracks, really. But honestly, like a lot of that, a lot of the things that I learned from back in the day and just kind of like, it was kind of survival over there. You know, there was a lot of gangs and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to build it up to this, you know, that I had this super rough, you know, upbringing. But at the same time, it like was not country club style. No. You know, like, like what my son's growing up in is a far cry from what I grew up in. Right. But a lot of that, you know, you have that stuff instilled in you when you're young and then you kind of... You, you carry it on as an adult, and it makes you a little bit stronger, I think. So when did you leave Serbia? When I was seven. No yeah. shit. Back in what? 1990, right before the war broke out over there. Mike, why do I all of a sudden feel like he's so much more badass? I know. Street right, that's why they call him the big cat. I'm pretty sure you have like a handgun <laughs> in the car. I'm not going to say I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, dude. Oh, have you ever gone back? Yeah, multiple yeah. times. Yeah, my brother's actually over there right now. My brother works for me for the media company, and um, you know he has the flexibility of being able to work remote. But he's back there right now visiting family and. Do you bring just sticks? Hanging, hanging out. You ever played in Serbia yet? 
I have. I played the Belgrade Country Club, I think it is. BCC. Yeah, BCC, dude. <laughs> the, only, the only golf course over there. What language do they speak in Serbia? Serbian. No shit. Uh, but like, is it similar to Hungarian? What is it? Russian? What is no, it? It's uh, similar to any kind of like Slavic language. So Ru- Russian, it's very sim- similar to. Do you speak it still? No. Da. <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever fuck with Mike and speak to him in Serbian? Nah, it'd be too easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And so where are you from, Mike? I'm from Chicago originally. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of good golf in Chicago. Yeah. A lot of great golf. Why is it that like all the good golf? And I mean, I'm not, I'm not fucking around. A lot of the good golf is in Chicago, New York. Why is that? I mean, I guess it's because they're just so old, but you know what I mean? Yeah, New York and Chicago have some of the best golf courses around. Um, we went out there originally on his personal channel. We, we shot like our first vid of yeah. all time on Marco's channel, and it was out at Medina. Ooh. We did Cog Hill. We did Conway oh, Farms. Dread. Uh, yeah, Dub's Dread. Oh, it was, we, got the it was, down. Yeah, we, we took a beating out there. That's a trap. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you can break 80 out there, you're a real good player. Oh, so, hard. So, um, so long. So mm-hmm. long. The Bunkers wind. are super deep. The greens are firm and fast, and yeah. everything is real heavy out there. So yeah. uh, nothing nothing carries. No. <laughs> so. no. And there's like a, there, it's a windy city. Right. So of all the places you guys have been, what do you think is the best video that you guys have made? What do you think is the top of the line video? I mean, the Hawaii ones are pretty good. Yeah. I think the, the progression of the videos, like the, the better that I get at editing them and figuring out how to shoot them, the better they get. But I think the funnest one to shoot was Spyglass with like, you get the ocean, you kind of get some of the trees and the wildlife and the way it all just kind of like came together was, I just love that place. I felt like very at peace and in the nature and at Pebble, I kind of felt the opposite. There was people standing around, there was construction going on. There was a lot of, and they were like pushing you to get your round done, make yeah. sure you know you're staying on top of it. But out at Spyglass, man, it was so chill. And I, I feel like I would love to go back out there and refilm that place oh. and give it some more love. I love Spyglass. It's for me, it's like miles above Pebble for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strange. Totally I mean, because there's only three holes out. Yeah. But I, I think what that, it sort of gives it that perspective where the in the inland holes are just that much more magical. Yeah. The trees are so big. Um, you know, you play it towards the end of the day, you get that twilight deal. All of a sudden it's like that lighting is just so magical. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I played out there with, uh, the golf hawk, you know, you know, his work on Instagram, golf the hawk. golf hawk. Yeah. The guy's a legend, man. And, um, yeah, he's just like a caddy, great player, loves photography. I mean, mm-hmm. what's cool is I see this community developing now that social media is becoming more important to, um, not just not just consumers, not just media consumers, but brands. Yeah. You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, like there are these people out there like, wait, I love, you said, like, I love cameras. Yeah. I love golf. Why don't I just do those? Why don't I do that? Yeah. You know, and it's combine the passions. Yeah. And it's so cool to see that it's basically open source. Anyone can get involved. Um, what do you have any advice for people who are out there? Like, cause I, I get a lot of messages from people who are like, I want to get into golf. I want to get into golf. Just just do it, you know? There's a million videos on YouTube on how to do everything, how to edit, how to do photography, how to, you know, get better at golf in every facet. It's like, just go out there and do the research, invest the time, and, you know, just just do. You know, don't get too caught up on, like, trying to be perfect or trying to have the great swing or get, having the best gear for filming. Like, just go out there and make the best out of it. And I think as long as you get in the habit of learning and wanting to learn and kind of progress you're always going to be leveling up and you know, you're going to surprise yourself with how fast you can learn when, with all the tools that are out there. So I still go on YouTube and research different editing techniques and watch what other people are doing. And I see some 
cool edit and I'm like, oh, well, how did they do that? Let me just right. reverse engineer it. Right. So that inspiration know. is key for me too. Like I love, I love when I find something that I'm like, I want to copy this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that is really inspiring because I mean, Adventures in Golf is not like some original idea. You know what I mean? Like we took cues from a lot of different things and then just kind of were like, this is this now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what do you what do you think is the thing single thing that you've learned the most just from the business of what you guys are doing? Like it doesn't need to be like call ahead or buy an extra drone, but like uh, inspirationally speaking, what have you learned? Or like um, you know, I don't know. There's, I mean, first of all, there's not a ton of money when you're getting started out, so don't do it for the money. Just follow your passion and kind of let the rest take you know fall in place. We started getting into merchandise sales and doing all these other things, creating hats. Um, and you know, that stuff, it takes money, but it also is a distraction. So if you don't have the time or the support, like my wife, she fulfills all the orders, you know? So thank you, <laughs> Ashley, if you're listening, appreciate it. Big up Ashley, but, uh, filling out the orders. Yeah. Just, just, just stay focused on it. And I think the business part, um, build a brand, like don't, don't go out and start promoting everyone that hits you up on Instagram to, you know, pay 200 bucks to promote their new rangefinder like right. only support the brands that you absolutely unless it's in. uh no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by yeah how about rangefinders though i'm not sponsored by them but hang on <clears throat> all right i don't know what we, we lost a battery there but mike what are you working on with your game what's uh, up to be game? honest uh, the last couple of weeks i have lost my swing well <laughs> so i'm in the process of trying to find it no wait and... you're but you're a good player what's your handicap um, scratch to a one. Lost his swing, Marco. What the? F- How is that okay, possible? So the, as long as I've known this guy, he's been playing. He's been playing a nice buttery draw, and in the last like four months, he started playing this fade, and now he's got the two way miss going, which <laughs> oh, you do not no. want to have. Yeah, did you did you try to work into a fade? You know, I had some uh, physical back and neck issues, and it just kind of you know evolved into that. My stop using my lower body, my legs weren't working very well. I got Whoa. into some bad habits with the filming. It was just a combination <laughs> yeah, of a lot true. of things that, like, you know, just kind of transitioned my swing from being you know decent to falling apart and and just trying to find it again. So now you're looking at either a snap hook or a push cut? Well, I'm, I'm uh, adjusting right now. I'm making some progress on the range with this guy right now. Don't, don't talk to me like that. It gives me like you know, anxiety. Um, but no, I, I, uh, I'm trying to work on that draw. I played uh, out in the desert, played pretty well, shot even. So um, if I can uh, you know, keep that going and you know, remember what to do, bend my legs, use them, you know, and, and swing properly, then everything will get back to normal again. But you've been playing golf your entire life. When, yeah. did, you, when did you pick up a club? Uh, I was 13 when I uh, first God started playing. Damn, I'm jealous. So it's yeah. been 30 years. <laughs> Is that right? Almost. 13. Yeah, 25. 25, yeah. Yeah. Damn. When did you start playing? Seven years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I'm okay with a two-way miss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like to hear no, those words. I do hate the two-way miss because you basically stand over every shot and you're like, Ah, the ball's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and I am playing for the miss a lot. I'm not being aggressive. I'm not attacking pins. I'm right. not doing the things that I would normally do. So my alignment's a little off and my swing's off, so I just need to put a little time on the range and get it back to right. where it needs to be. That's the difference between a scratch and like a five, is it's like you play, you, you, you the, the course becomes a chess game. Mm-hmm. I've noticed, right? Like yeah. when you're really good, you're like, what part of the green do I want to miss on? Instead of being like, the flag. 
All I can see is the flag. Yeah, I think uh, I teach my kids, you know, golf course management is so undervalued, you right. know, on, on tour or, you know, just playing with your buddies. You know, being able to chip out in the middle of the fairway and then hitting a wedge into the green versus trying to go over the tree or through the tree <laughs> and then making a double or triple, you know, you, you'll have a chance at a par, maybe a bogey, you know, right. and that's yeah what, see for me bogey's unacceptable so i end up with a triple <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just got to take your medicine out there you know yeah. and, and if you don't usually you learn the hard way and hopefully then you figure it out yeah what uh what, what are you playing with now marco what's your what's your situation i've been playing great recently to be honest with you it's uh i, I shot one of my best rounds uh, a couple weeks ago and at santa Luz, i shot 68 out there which i'm not like a guy that ever shoots under par so i had two under par rounds in a month what it started in maui i shot two under out at the bay court or one under at the bay course oh how beautiful is that course oh, dude it was playable awesome. with no wind it's playable yeah. it's gettable yeah dude it was i was on cloud nine out there i mean you're already in maui but then to actually play good golf par is 72 or 70 or we'll, i think it's 72 out there. 72 yeah dang man so, so, wait, how many birdies i think i had i want to say like four Four or five birdies, just no, no big mistakes. No, no major. Just managed like one solid all day. Yeah. Guys been swinging Damn. great, hitting crispy irons. Dude, and... yeah, it was so much fun. But yeah, I mean, my my biggest uh, Achilles heel has always been putting. I yeah, mean, I put right handed. I'm a left handed player, but I put right handed. What? So yeah, some weird <laughs> stuff going on there. And uh, some weird stuff going on there. Now I I started putting right handed because I didn't have a left handed putter when I started playing. Right. Back in the day, and uh, my buddies that I started playing with, they were all right-handed, so I was like, I'll just use their putter. Right. And I was at the range, so I would just find a you know left-handed club in the bucket and just hit that. And uh, and I just stuck to it. And then when it came to time to buy one, I was like, I already had it. Like, I've already spent like a week playing with a right-handed Amazing. putter. So, yeah. And, and since then, you've tried it, obviously, and it's just I, not as effective. No, it just doesn't feel right. So Whoa. I'm, I need to work on the putting some more so I can really you know solidify this as a, a good choice right, when, right. When, he, when he first started the channel i think he was at a 6.8 or something like that now he's down to a 1.9 so Whoa, the, yeah. the advancement of his game has really evolved in the last you know four five six months and he's just he's been playing great that's so great being able to see yourself on camera like if you actually pay attention you kind of start realizing what you're doing wrong it's almost right. like I, I get to relive those shots and see some of the mistakes that I made. And, you know, a lot, a lot of it was just course management. Right. Just really poor course management. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> we're going to see you today. Have you guys we'll played see. where we're about to go play? Never. No, I looked it up online. and Roosevelt. Yeah. So this is where I learned how to play golf. Nine-hole executive. There's like uh, one, two, three, uh, three par threes, five par fours. Nope, six par fours. That sounds right. Yeah. Anyway, it's like just a little ratty old track. Snowball can come. We're going to hang. Um, for everybody listening, you'll be able to see this video yep. and all your other videos at mainly YouTube, right? Golfholics yep. YouTube. Yep. Uh, Instagram, Golfholics. Yep. Twitter, I'm assuming. We're on Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Do you guys use Twitter? Uh, a little bit here and there. I don't get it. Yeah, it's just... It's so much it's, info. It's a lot of a lot of platforms to manage. You yeah. Know, with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, it's like, dude... It's, it gets overwhelming. But the main place to find you is... YouTube. YouTube. Yep. G-O-L-F-H-O-L-I-C-S. You got it. Spell it right. There you go. Or, or if, you're, if you're lost, just go to golfholics.com. We have a full archive of all the videos or all the, all the courses that we played there, and it'll link you to the playlist on YouTube. So That's probably nice, because then you just get all of it, and you can just, just the... You know, that's like the main stopping point. You can pick up merch there too. You can get the merch there. Yeah, all the stuff's there. It gives you our little little bio or a little story, and then uh, yeah, it takes you right to YouTube. If you Sick. Want. This will be there probably. 
maybe yeah. Embed, yeah, embedded absolutely. podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, we have been recording, so that's positive. That is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, uh, and I'm so excited to see how this goes. Today. Yeah, man. Let's have some fun. All right, take care.